great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Mermer, Merms, Merm Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And to the top left of my computer screen, we have the Fact Queen, my sister from the East, that Puerto Rican mamacita from Spanish Harlem, Stephanie 2.0. How are you doing? Today? Hello, my beautiful people. How's everyone doing today? Oh, we're fantastic. Are you really? I think so. I, I feel so, pretty good. Okay, all right. Listen, I didn't take my fucking pill, so I am like, boy. Nice. I'm like all over the place. Yeah, I, you know, like, I, I, I try not to take my Vivance um, during the weekend because I want to feel somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't been taking my medication. And um, it's like, all I do is sing and dance. And, like, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. And I'm just, you know. Like it's just, just, it's just all over the fucking place. You know what I mean? It's just fucking all over the place. And um, but um, yeah. You know how 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 are you guys? Like it's been a fucking forever. You know, like my life has been fucking lifing and kicking my motherfucking ass, which I totally fucking hate because you know usually this regular degular ass bitch be on the fucking podcast all the fucking time. But you know life has just been like, boom, Stephanie. You know? Yeah. You you only weren't on um. The last episode, um, yeah. which was fine because it was kind of a quick episode because like I was on vacation, so it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. It's OK. We're happy that you're here now. But Stephanie, I hate to I hate to cut over from you. No, we're we're kind of on a time please. limit. Here, yeah, so. please. Let's introduce our people. Yeah, Go let's by. introduce everyone. But it's great to have you here. Um, And I see that you're drinking. Is that a Stella Artois? It's a Stella. Stella. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and introduce some other uh, great people we have with us today. To the bottom left of my computer screen, we have our in-studio comedian, Topazkin Chubbsway Chuck. How are you doing? Today? What's good, y'all? Hey, man. Just sitting here chilling, drinking on this lick for a little while <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> you know what? This lick. Maple <laughs> Liquor? Yeah, 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 it's a motherfucking great morning. Do I know you? Fucking this liquor. What are you drinking? Is, is Stephanie over there talking to fairies or some shit? What the fuck? Oh my god, there are fairies. Stop it. She's like Stop looking it. at her shoulder, like, do I know you? What is going on? You okay? <laughs> I told you I'm not on my fucking meds. <laughs> After effect of vibe. <laughs> Stephanie's doing an outside recording. But I got a fucking I got a fucking Peloton bike. So yeah, you told us last episode. I did, huh? Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking too. Yeah. How's that going though, for you? It's a good time. My thighs hurt, mm-hmm. you know? I, I thought thighs hurt. I, Why are your thighs hurt? I, I really thought that since I was going to start working out that my erections was going to last longer, but no. Oh my God. Your erections? That didn't happen. Not yet, at least. I mean, so. Damn it. So like, wait. <laughs> Is it proven that working out helps with longer erections? That's what people say. I thought it just helped with building your stamina during sexual intercourse. Stamina is longer, right? Yeah, but that doesn't really have anything to do with a, an erection. Anyway, I'm sorry. We're getting a maybe little, it, we're getting maybe a little it deep added, into this. Maybe it added 30 seconds. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think it just 
means your stamina is up for it. But yeah, no, I mean, either way, I'm sure it'll it'll be beneficial to you in uh, many yeah. ways. Cardio I'm going to clock myself next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time yourself, please. And let us know here on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, well, great, Chuck. We're we're so happy, uh, you know, you could uh, be with us today. But I want to go ahead and introduce someone else we have with us today. And this person is kind of on a time limit. So we're going to hit them with some uh, rapid fire uh, questions here just so we can get to our uh, favorite segment before they have to go. But um, we have with us actually someone who just told us that they're singing for two hours in about an hour. They're going to sing in about an hour for two hours. And that person is Randy R. Walls. How are you, sir? I'm sorry. Thank you. How are you doing? I am great. It's great to have you on. By the way, you told us before you got on here that you are currently in Sicily? Yeah. I've been living here for three years. Three years. How is it out there? Do you love it? I do love it. I've never been to Italy. What made you want to go out there? I packed a a backpack. I had like a backpack and like a... like a carry-on bag, and I flipped a coin and decided between Italy and Brazil on where to start to go. I don't know, just pick a point. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to go find a new home. I was tired of America, so I left. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I, I I completely get. I I think a lot of uh, Americans share that point of view. Where were you from originally, though? Before, of course, you went to Sicily. I was born in Chicago, and I was raised in a small town called Smyrna, Georgia. Oh, okay. All right. So you've been it's just right outside of Atlanta, right outside of Atlanta. All right, cool. And you were there for most of your life. Yeah, I guess 26 years. Hell yeah. All right. All right. So tell us what got you started uh, in in the singing business? What got what made you start singing out there? Well, I've been writing musicals uh, and direct. I directed my first musical when I was 18. But when I first got into theater, I was a performer. I was a singer and a dancer. And then I just stopped at about 18. I started doing directing and writing and then eventually teaching actors. But when I came out here, it was like, God, I just wanted to have a moment to just be Randy without a whole bunch of responsibility. Just sing a song, sing some jazz, which was very new to me. I'm not used to singing jazz. And it just kind of blossomed from there. It's very, it's been very uh, nostalgic. That's a good word to use. Very nostalgic. So do you, mm. um, since, since you used to direct uh, plays as well, do you, uh, do you miss that? Like, do you miss doing that or no? Do you prefer the singing now? Kind of. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss it because uh, taking words from a page and then it turns into a full-on spectacle is really a, a process that is incredible to be a part of it's incredible to that journey with the producers with the cast with the band all of these harmonious elements that come together to tell this story on stage with the lights and the costumes and all of that it's incredible and i do miss that i think my brain just snapped a few years ago and i was like the level of pressure that comes along with this maybe is a little too much for me to handle so mm-hmm. i i took a break from that which is very difficult to do but managing a production of that size with a cast and all of that it is no joke it really is no, no. Fucking joke <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so you know when it comes to that and obviously like you said you had to take a break from doing it but when it comes to directing and even uh you know teaching actors did you find it 
to be more stressful or more rewarding at the end of the day or both? Like, how was your experience with doing that? Teaching actors is very unique because what you're, what you're actually doing is you're helping them understand the skin of a character. Mm-hmm. It's not about, well, not, not, not what it's not about, but that's my approach as an acting coach. You're playing a character that is based off of some type of reality. And a lot of actors think that they have to pretend so much when it comes to acting. Acting is not necessarily a pretending. You act every day. You have to do that amongst different scenarios that you're in where you're not genuinely being yourself. Yourself. You're right. That's acting. So when you're doing a role, you think like the role is so different and it's so distant from who you are as a person, but it's not. The best roles and the best characters that can be played is when you step into the skin of that person, when you wear it. But that can be a very dangerous process. As we've seen with many actors that have gone up and down with that shit, it can be a dangerous process. So as an acting coach, my approach with them has always been, number one, who are you first? If I, if you know who you are first, you can play any character. So you get to know yourself first, and then you figure out what you can and cannot do. How do you uh, help these uh, actors and actresses uh, know themselves before they step into a role? How do you, what is your process for teaching them that? It varies. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the energy of that class. Each class that I've had, you know, it's different students, it's a different vibe, and it's definitely a different, I would have to have a different approach based off of what they're giving me. But a lot of times, the first step was in the past was always meditation first. Let them sink into themselves, figure out what's going on on the inside, and then let's blossom you out from there. Teaching in America, I understand the the system. If you've been working all day, you got kids and you got a boyfriend or husband or wife, and you got all these different elements, when it's time for you to be in your element, you actually need to take a moment to sink into it first. From there, we can figure out what it is you need to express out of yourself first. A lot of times with actors, they have an immediate block. There's always nervousness or anxiety or uh, a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, which is very normal. So you break through that. Usually meditation, some exercises. I used to call this thing called soul song, where I would ask them to sing a song, whether you could sing or not, that if you could put your heart and soul on a table with a microphone, what would it say? So I would give them that that exercise always kind of broke their mold and then we can move on from there i'm a very intense acting <laughs> shit you got my ass thinking about my song what the fuck i'm gonna sing i have a question yeah i have a question do you like you know how like some people they're just like like they can see in a person like oh yeah like this person here like has the gift like they like this person has the potential of being like an amazing actor or actress like do you have have you ever come across um people like that where you're just like this person is like this is it yes yes i have that's dope uh i think you have people that are talented i think you have people that are good characters and then i think you have stars Mm. stars is a different breed of human being that is a light that you cannot make and you cannot recreate it a fucking matter some people are stars, and when you get an opportunity to meet a star, you will know it. That's for sure. I've met a few, not many, but I've met a few. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And and so, like, 
these people that that you would you know would say like they're like stars um like did they actually like have you have have you have you trained or coached anyone that has actually like made it like they're starring in like big movies or like you know or like or they're like starting to like come out in in different projects and stuff like that at this present time based off of what i've seen Brittany Inge, who is on the Miss Pat show, and she was on Boomerang, which was a BET series, and I think she's directing musicals. Jason Like is on, he's on Bravo's Summer House right now. Uh, any of the other ones, I don't really know what they're doing, to be honest. I've only seen several of them. Uh, the ones that I see that have made it a lot further, they were a part of the same studio, but they had a different instructor. I don't know what that says about me, but we were <laughs> 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 they're doing Broadway and bigger pictures. Yeah, I haven't had, I don't know if any of my students yet have had their big breakout moment because actually quite a few of them decided to leave acting, mm. decided oh. to go a different route. I mean, um, being an actor, yes, you definitely want to have that big role, but a lot of it is a lot of struggle. So a lot, I noticed that a lot of them went back into real estate or things that they felt like could make them money. So mm-hmm. I understand that and I support that as well. That's understandable. Yeah. It's definitely sometimes in the beginnings, it's not always uh, financially stable for them to keep trying. So, you know, people have to move on to something else, which is sad because sometimes I'm sure a lot of people could have been something really great. great. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I, you know, moving along. Hey, man, you, you, you're getting there, though. You, 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 you took it, you've taken them to yeah. Broadway. Broadway is a big deal. Hell yeah, it is. Now, I know some of them have been on Broadway. I just can't remember th- who they are. I mean, I've had like 500 students over a course of 12 Woo! years. That, wow. I mean, not, maybe not 500. I think it's like 350, between 350 and five. That's a big gap. But there's a lot of years where it was me teaching these random workshops in the park versus doing a studio. Then there was private sessions. So I've had a range of students. I have no idea. I probably couldn't even recall who some of them are at this point. So there's no telling where any of my students have gone. Mm. I just see the ones that I know that I follow like on Instagram, but I've had been dealing with a lot of people for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So I, 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 I hate to move along, but I wanted to talk about uh, your singing some more. So when I know now you've been doing it for uh, some time, but when you first like got on stage or sang in front of someone, were you ever experiencing you know stage fright nervousness when you get up there and do you still experience any of that today did you actually ask me that cheesy ass <laughs> question <laughs> i had to i had to jesus christ <laughs> yes actually i did a i did a a little performance with the band at a place called agave here which is this outdoor really cool place and the backdrop behind it is this mountain it's just a gorgeous place but for some reason i was completely nervous because i had so many lyrics to to remember and i'm not i don't know if it's me being older i don't know but my memory when it comes to performing on a stage lyrically wise is driving fucking crazy mm. like these days i'm sorry <laughs> it is can't like like tonight i'm singing erica badu and d'angelo and uh then I'm no. singing like house music, and then there's like a jazz set. Like it's such a fused set tonight. Up? What are you singing? 
they have me singing. They asked me to sing Tyrone and Next Lifetime. How does it feel? And I'm doing Gwen Stefani Luxurious, which is like a really smooth That's, ass song. Yes. Wow. And then Jeez. Gypsy Woman. Hey, fly me out. I'm, fly I'm, me out. <laughs> he said fly, fly me, me out. out. I, can, yeah. I can sing too. You want some John Legend I in the background? I got you. You, <laughs> you know I sound like John Legend, man, when I sing. Give me a taste then. Come on, give me a taste of John. Yeah, sing for us. So many hard times. Oh, you yeah, yeah. I hear that shit. Can I get a motherfucking amen from the choir in the back? Hello? Uh, That sounds like Deacon James legend. I don't know if I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely Deacon James legend. Of Bethulia Baptist don't Church. You, don't get me to don't get me to go for real. Now I'm talking about some Deacon James. That should be. I'm gonna make that a character now. You didn't messed up, Deacon James, for the next episode. Everybody. All right, <laughs> there you go. Do you do you find that there are any uh, differences in uh, your audience compared to being in America and now in Italy, Sicily specifically? The people here are fascinating because there's so much music here, and mm-hmm. there's. The culture is always about being out and just kind of being with your friends. It's very social. So sometimes the music can be background noise. You have, like, I've, I have heard some of the most unexpectedly fantastic artists in this town in the middle of fucking Sicily that I'd never heard of. Fantastic. But they're so used to great artists here, I think. It becomes a little background noise. The audience, they are really passionate about art they're really passionate about music but it takes a lot to win them over it does because they're so used to so many great artists coming in and out of here i don't know it takes a lot to win them over but when you do they're very loyal oh Mm. wow so i i know you said obviously we've been talking about it that you're in sicily but i want to know do you ever sing in italian do you know any italian I'm still barely speaking the language, and I've been here three years. It's really quite sad. <laughs> no, I understand. Sad. It's not. <laughs> they speak English. <laughs> Shit. Well, they they do speak English here, but Sicilian is such an old language, and there's like there's Italian, and then there's Sicilian dialect, and you do get a lot more respect when you speak the dialect. And I would love to be able to sing one of their like Sicilian. Or at least one of their like, you know how we have every culture has their songs that every that is just blanketed across, you know, your life, your lifespan. Your mom knows it, the kids know it, the grandkids know it. Like our generation, like me and Charles, we grew up listening to Isley Brothers, always in the background, things like that. And if we went somewhere and somebody was singing one of those songs in an unexpected place or an unexpected artist, you get their respect. So I would like to get to that level. But I think I am seen here more as a soul singer and soul and jazz. So I think that is going to take some time to kind of get me to that Sicilian level. But I would love to. I would. I really would. Yeah. I'd love to sing anytime. I understand. I spent some time in Spain and uh, my my friends out there, they always complained every day that I hadn't learned hardly any Spanish. um, But, you know, I don't know. It was a lot of them spoke English. So I, I, I and it's tough. I feel like the. The older we get, the harder it is to learn another language. I know uh, when kids learn it, like as a second or even a third language, they pick it up so easily, I think, because it's just shown to them at a young age. But um, 
I know it gets tougher the older we get. Um, and you know what? I I hate to do this because I know we're getting on time for you, Randy. I want to go ahead and move into uh, that segment we were talking about before we ask you any more questions. Um, that way we can we can get it done before you get out of here. And uh, let me ask uh, everyone else here if they... Chuck, do you think it's time? I think it's motherfucking time. Stephanie, do you think it's time? Hell motherfucking no. No? Damn. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, shit. No, I know she it's said early. no. <laughs> no, I've never she experienced this. <laughs> she got more. <laughs> she got more. <laughs> well, I think it's time, so I think uh, you're beat out it's if we're letting democracy time, play. All right, there we go. Yeah, so we are going to uh, go ahead and do one of our favorite segments we like to do here at Great Morning, and that is, of course, the word of the day. Word. Day. And how the word of the day works, Randy, is uh, usually our other co-host Jimmy is here, but he is actually uh, unavailable for the next couple of weeks. But that's OK. He sent us some words. But what usually happens is Jimmy has this very old Webster's dictionary that's been passed down in his family for a very, very long time. And he opens that dictionary up and he puts his finger down randomly on that dictionary. And wherever his finger landed on will be our word of the day. And of course, we give the definition and we spell it. And what our guest, which is you today, has to do is use that word in a sentence. And at the end of the season, every season of Great Morning, we rate all of our guests' sentences on how funny the sentence was, how creative it was, and of course, if they use the word correctly. So I am going to pick up that word right now. Oh, my God, I got a cough. <laughs> there we go. Um <laughs> So uh, I have the word that Jimmy sent me. Do you understand the rules of the word of the day? I know I just said that fast. Essentially, I'm going to give you a word, and you have to use that word in a sentence. In a sentence. Okay, then I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, cool. All right, so your word of the day is report. No, 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 yes. no. We're going to wrap this you up. You got to be fucking no, kidding me. No. Yeah. It's report. Do this shit. Are you fucking serious, moms? Well, I, it's your word. I it's your word. I didn't pick these. It's your word. It's Here, random why, for every here's guess. Here's why I'm hurt. I no, know why I'm no, hurt. No. Because I fucking lost because I had the hardest fucking word this of all time. This is what I'm saying. How, how, like, no, 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 Chuck, Chuck, hold on. Tell me not. I feel like this motherfucking season, everybody has gotten some fucking ridiculous ass, easy ass words. And then like seasons before, like motherfuckers got motherfucking weird ass fucking shit that just don't even fucking make sense. And we got to come Flala, up Flala, Farlo. What the fuck is a Flala, Flala, Flala? That's not even real. Word. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do your thing. Give us a fucking word. Randy's just like, what the fuck is going on? Look, yeah. dog. Mm -hmm. I'm loving this full mental breakdown she's having. Yeah. This is fantastic to watch. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. You know, it's not fair. You know Very what I mean? Good. It's just it's like, what the fuck? That's not nice. Well, I did it. Do your thing, baby. Do your thing. Report. You know, knock shit out the park. Let's go. Stephanie, you've never had to give a word of the day. You've always been a co-host. So what are you complaining Bullshit. about? Bullshit. Bullshit. All right. Anyway, Bullshit. now that that breakdown Wait, is I, over. Can I give Stephanie the word since she's never had an easy word to use? Maybe no. she can do it's no, you can't word. give it to me because you see, moms, moms don't like me like that. Like I'm not oh. gang gang. Oh my god! <laughs> so, you know, like he likes to give you know, um, Jimmy, you know, points and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like those are games. That's play, not the word of the day. We play games. <laughs> Stephanie mad because she always lose. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like a fucking stepchild here. I'm fucking chopped liver. Great morning. 
what oh, the damn. hell is going? Don't listen to her, Randy. Yeah, That's not fear? true. <laughs> no oh, more Stella. Fear. No more Stella. Oh Stella, my god! Yeah. Okay. Fucking, all, right, all right. So I have to use the word "report" in a, a sentence. Yes, I didn't even get a chance to give you the definition yet. Would you like the definition of it? Sure. <laughs> because Stephanie got, got really upset first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's to give a spoken or written account of something that one has observed, heard, done, or investigated. A report. It's also spelled R E P O R T for any of our listeners out there who did not know. So, Randy, okay. whenever you're ready, please give us a sentence with the word report. I have to report to the venue at a certain time for a sound check before mm-hmm. the show. There you go. There we go. Damn. Perfect. I that was that really was thought you can do better than that, dog. That, that, oh, come on. <laughs> Look at this, Chuck. This, this is a mobile <laughs> bullshit. Oh, wow. Wow. Love love the bullshit. The bullshit. No. This is no, nice. Not, not you, Randy. Not okay. You. Thank you, darling. Not you either. Don't you let anybody tell you anything different. Thank you. We're going to be fucking friends. I don't care what they say. Saying you can't be friends. You're making us like out to be bad guys or something here. I don't know what's happening. You were not bad guys here. Stephanie, what the hell? Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, man. Randy's Randy's in for one today. Uh, Randy, well, thank you for giving us that word of the day. Um, I wanted to ask, and you just, uh, you just talked about uh, you know, a sound check. So what preparations because i know you have to probably leave here in the next within the next five minutes so what preparations do you make you yourself make before you go out there and start singing like what do you have to do to get ready and even before going out there on stage or wherever you're performing if i was more professional i would definitely be doing warm-ups and uh, have a humidifier or drink tea things like Mm -hmm. that i've been drinking absinthe for the past 24 hours. So, <laughs> he said, he said more professional. He said, I'm just going out there and singing, child. I just I mean, they gave me a list of songs we had rehearsal yesterday, and I showed up after I hadn't slept in 24 hours, and I, I stayed up because I knew if I slept, I would have missed the rehearsal. And I arrived there, lungs full of smoke. I've been smoking all night, making out mm. with somebody for a couple hours. And God, then damn. I get there, I'm like, let's just... Uh, yeah, let's give it a try. Let's, uh, let's see what happens. And that's pretty much how it goes. Even tonight when I get there, I have some lyrics in my head. I know the songs I'm supposed to sing, but I'm just going to wing it, most likely. So I'm not that professional. <laughs> wow. I, I appreciate the conversation, but I mean the, the question, but I'm not that professional. Not in this setting. Mm-mm. How the fuck did you get on this? What do you mean? Like, how'd you get involved in this? And like, how did this come up? What this specific performance, or do you mean singing yeah, in general? Like a, because we like already asked gonna, him about you, that. I know, but like, are you going to start do, in this specific time, like right now? Like, hey, you're just like, yo, fuck it, I'm just going to show up, and you motherfuckers better like my shit. No, I mean, I've been performing this summer, so this this summer has been definitely the summer of concerts, and this is year three for me, and this is the first summer I've been doing shows the way that I have been. The band that I work with and the maestro of that band, I respect him so much. And he and I I have a similar aesthetic when it comes to performing. If you are really great at what you do, it doesn't really matter what the song is or what the set is. If you have a good relationship with the music, you can do anything. And with he and I, I trust him 100% like you trust me. As long as he's playing the chord that I can sing, 
I can improvise, I can go with the flow. But for me, when I say I'm not that professional, it only means like I'm not a stickler about certain details. Like I prefer also not singing a full set through because I also find the musicians to be brilliant. So they have to have time to play. I don't need to sing the whole time. I know the songs that I need to sing, but there's a balance, I guess. And in order for me to have that, especially being an American and all how tightly wound we are, like I feel like t- Americans are so rigorous about everything. And in this particular setting, especially in art, working with musicians, you've got to chill out. And art is very magical. So if you give it room for there to be magic, that requires you to actually not be so much professional and not be so much, I don't know the word to use. It's like, you got to take it easy. You know, in this particular show, I have to take it easy because I don't feel like stressing out about all of it. I feel like singing and I feel like singing well. The venue's very nice, but I don't feel like being anxious about what I'm actually really good at. So I'm just going to enjoy it. And if I'm, if I'm professional, it's because I, I plan to deliver my best. But the mm-hmm. logistics of it, yeah, I've been drinking absinthe all night. I haven't slept. I mean, it, those type of shits, like I should be more professional about preparation. Yeah, not there. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Amen. No, it's, it's just, okay. It's, it's just, it just. I so mean, we all drink on the job just, here. No, it, well, yeah, technically, but you know, it's <laughs> just, it's just, it's just one of those days. You know, don't, don't. You are very professional. You better stop it. I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna try my best. Can I ask you a question? What is your favorite song to sing? Do you have a favorite song? Oh, it's between like any gospel song, pretty much. But I've been really liking singing Summertime uh, from Porgy and Bess. That summertime and the living is easy. You want me to sing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you want us to give it? Because yeah. I know we're... Yeah, you um, made me sing. God so damn it. You made me sing. Go ahead. We're, we're, at the, um, we're at the mark here. So I, I was going to ask you if uh, how you are on time, if you had to get going. But yeah, if you yes, wanted to sing for us before you take off, that would be incredible. Yes, My favorite song good. to sing is Summertime. I'll sing a little bit of right now. Yes. Summertime and the living is easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is high. Your dad is rich. And your mama's good looking. So hush, little baby. Don't you cry. Oh, I fucking love your rasping. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, oh, God. No, you have the most prettiest, raspiest voice fucking ever. I could listen to you all fucking day. Or you do the motherfucking acoustic guitar and I could just listen Brrr. to you. Like, Ooh. what? fucking riffs and shit. You better stop. Damn. You better <laughs> open. <laughs> damn. Shit. I'm Thank just, you very I'm much. You. Cheers Thank to you. you. Word. Thank Cheers. you very much. Wow, Randy. Yeah, that, that was very Thank impressive. Thank you so much. I can't Thank you for having me, actually. Thank you for having hey. me. This was really, really nice. Thank you for oh, of course. If I, was, if I wasn't in this goddamn closet, I'd start shouting right now. 
Oh I my can't get God, over the you know, sometimes it would have been perfect to have Randy with us when we had to fucking do that song. For oh, us. yes, that would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Yeah, we did a song. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Why you can, you can hear how we sing. Oh, that was he not been good. Riffing like a motherfucker. You got to come back. You got to come back. <laughs> But Randy, I, I know you're uh, short on time. Thank you uh, for yes. you know spending that uh, this this quick thirty minutes with us, and thank you for doing the word of the day. And I'm I'm you know thank you for hitting all the rapid fire questions. Usually we have more time to discuss it. Um, but like I said, I know you got to get out of here and get ready for your performance tonight. And uh, we wish you luck also with that. And we hope you have a great time. But um, are there is any last minute things you want to say? Last minute plugs you want to say to the listeners out there before you get going? Uh, I'm very grateful to have the moment to talk, talk to you all. I've never done a podcast before, so this was very fun, very nice. Um, I am very grateful to be working with Sasha Latuka, the guy who is the maestro behind this really cool band and sound that I get to do now. I don't direct musicals, and I, I don't teach actors anymore. I would love to one day again, but at this present time, I guess what I could say is... Um, you probably never know, you know, I think we take a lot of credit for thinking that we control so much of the narrative of our life. But I know that I am a witness that, you know, you don't really know shit. So really keep letting yourself be open to what life has for you, I guess, and just be surprised by those gifts. Um, and then a lot of times, most likely you've already experienced what you're really good at and you've already experienced what you're supposed to be doing, you just forgot. So mm. take some time to check back into yourself and remember who you are, remember what you're great at, and enjoy it. Enjoy that shit. Enjoy being you. Damn it. You. you make me want to get out of the Navy now. <laughs> get my ass out. Well, fantastic. Thank you, Randy, so much for coming on. Um, and we we hope to hear from you again in the future. And uh, yeah, like we said, uh, you know, gr- uh, good luck tonight. And uh, we hope you have a yes. great time. But thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me. And good luck to y'all, too. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate have a great it. Guys. Bye, you too. Have a good one. Bye. He's Bye. so cute. He's so fucking cute. I want to wow. Him. All right. Okay. You know that's the that's weird. This this season that's the second time we've had uh to do like a quick thirty minute sesh with uh someone. We had to do that with Slick as well yeah. a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was of course Randy R. Walls. Um, you can follow him on Instagram. It's um, raining. But he uh oh my god Stephanie, it's raining. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, um. But yeah, go ahead and give him a follow. He's very uh great guy. That was uh that was an interesting uh quick quick little interview for the podcast but you know we've got another uh got another about like 25 minutes here for uh the rest of us to uh start talking shit not about random yeah course, but that's talking, what i like to do talking shit about Ooh, other shit. stuff and my my co-hosts here i can totally tell have been uh drinking some this morning <laughs> this no i'm just morning. not on my pills this is only my she, second beer. you've had like seven but beers she, in the no, <laughs> in 30 I minutes this is my second beer. What I'm kidding. About? I'm you fucking had, with you. You had relax. 12 in the last 12 hours. Yeah, you've had a system. system. One hour per beer. And oh, no, I'm, right. over here, I'm drinking my drink, too. You know, a little liquor. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, he makes me want. Damn, I want to sing now. Some shit. Let's sing, Chuck. I'm going to have a fucking. I'm about to start. I'm about to put it out on Craigslist. What? I'm a, I'm, a on, I'm a wedding singer from now on no, slash, slash crasher for the old ladies that are paying. Chuck, 
Oh my god. What are you drinking, Chuck? Uh Bacardi. Bacardi. Okay. Yeah. Bacardi. Um it's a good time. You know, I want to uh I guess we can discuss it. It's gonna be tough to discuss it. Wait, can I tell you something really quickly? Of course. Did you know that um uh there was a king? I think he was uh like a Swedish king or some shit like that. I think his name was um King some shit with an A. Trying to Adolfo. Okay. He fucking died because he ate twelve cinnamon buns, cinnamon rolls. Just like in one day or like every day he ate twelve cinnamon nah, rolls. Nah, he ate he ate twelve cinnamon rolls and the motherfucker died. Like how you die? How you die from eating a cinnamon roll? Well, it 12. sounds like he might have uh Maybe he could have been, been allergic. Well, he might have been unhealthy already. And I'm sure twelve cinnamon rolls on a clogged artery or heart is not something that's going to be helpful. Wait, now I got to look this up. King, wait, if ate... you if you you cinnamon rolls ain't clogging no artery, you get you got to eat grease for that. He choked because he had a fucking juice. I I maybe that that could have been the issue, but I just do know that that motherfucker died because he had too many fucking um cinnamon rolls. It's a reason why Popeyes only gives you one biscuit. If you have two, that's suicide. That's a wrap. I can't find anything. Oh, wait. Adolf. His name is yep. Adolf. Adolf Frederick. Yep. Adolf Frederick. Yeah, so cinnamon rolls. He probably didn't put no fucking frosting on it either. Yeah, so he probably it. didn't put no motherfucking frosting. He probably Yeah, dog. No. You know, he he you know you, you know how those people are. They don't put no motherfucking seasoning on shit. Whoa. So this is what I have about this is, this is what I have on his death um, on his Wikipedia page. Adolf Frederick died suddenly in Stockholm on tw- uh, February 12th, 1771, with symptoms resembling either heart failure or poisoning. Popular stories about his death have having resulted from a large meal consisting of lobster, caviar, sauerkraut, kippers and champagne as well as 14 helpings of his favorite dessert, Hedvog, of Samela pastries and hot milk, are considered propagandist by modern writers. What the fuck is that? That's that's probably like an ancient yeah, use version of, of a cinnamon roll, a hot vig. But they also, like it says here, that that is that seems to be propaganda. Not necessarily the truth, but it also hasn't been cleared that it wasn't the truth either. So it could have been. He could have well, been fucking 12. It says 14, actually. Following wow, 14. Death, yeah. Following his death, his son Gustav III seized power in 1772 in a military coup d'etat, reinstating absolute rule. Did he start? <laughs> I wonder if he started a war after that. Well, it says a military coup d'etat. So he had to do some military shit to get into uh, power there. Um, Speaking of power, um, and I'm not talking about the show power. I'm talking about one of our former presidents of the United States. Again, let's not get too let's not get too deep into politics here. But um, has everyone seen uh, Donald Trump's mugshot? My best friend is locked up. He don't give a he don't give a fuck. That mugshot said you saw his face is up. He didn't give a damn, yo. He said, "He said I'm still the king." He didn't give a fuck. He didn't yo, give a fuck. Take just, my picture. I need, I need Trump back in office. I really. I'm do. be about this, motherfucker. Um, I'm a. He is a real G. He a real G. 
He really is. That, yo, that, that man is a real fucking gangster. I don't give a fuck what anybody fucking says. That man says whatever the fuck is on his mind, and he gives zero fucking fucks. Before, I didn't like it, but now, I'm with the smoke. A hundred percent. All right, like I said, we don't need to get into our politics, but oh, I... No, no. I wasn't getting into politics. I'm just saying I, I'm, I'm with the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like these smoke. I'm with the smoke too, child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're talking that. all that shit, talking yeah. all that shit. And but you know what? Hindsight is 2020, and now I think we all got the hindsight. Now we're like, damn, he wasn't that damn bad. <laughs> shit. I wonder. We ain't, got a st- we ain't got a stimulus check yet. Right, we ain't we ain't got no stimulus. No like, first you know, of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, what? This is my um, <clears throat> you know, like, I just got fucking sidetracked because this person just fucking thinking me. I was wondering what happened because you just went first of all, boom. Yeah, this, this is what happens when I don't take my pills. I get distracted. Mm. Um, I forgot. We got to talk about something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I wonder, I was wondering, I don't know. I don't know. Even with all his popularity, do you do you think it's enough to to beat Biden possibly in twenty twenty four? Absolutely, Biden is a fucking joke. Biden yeah, but a lot of people, a, a lot of people just don't like Trump, and it looks like he's going to be the Republican nominee, not anyone else. Listen, um, I, <laughs> it's far Joe, out still. Joe has done nothing nothing but give away money and don't give a fuck about anybody here i mean to to be really honest with you like there's like none of these motherfuckers really give a fuck about us at the end of the day but you know like they fake pretend sometimes you know some of them some of them in the beginning you know like they're like all right let me help my peoples and whatever and then eventually like you know by the second year third year like that's when shit be going left but honestly speaking like i i like in the beginning, I did not like Trump, but now, because I, I I didn't like what he stands for. But it's like now, now that we have this new administration and it's a fucking freak show, it's a legit circus show. Like I'm like, yo, bring me back to Trump because at least we had we had we like like our economy was 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 better. We didn't go through fucking inflation. We didn't go through any of this shit. And it's like now like we have so many fucking problems, so many fucking problems. And it's it's like come on, bro. Like like I I don't know. I'm I'm so for Trump. If he if 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 I can vote for him, I'm voting for him and that is it. Like Jesus. Um, he like I, or the only person that I wouldn't I wouldn't vote for is um DeSantis because he's kind of he's kind of crazy with it like all of this trying to erase history and I don't I don't agree with that because you know what we take a lot of pride into our country and our country's history whether it's good or bad and I feel like good or bad we need to learn about it regardless you know what I mean all right what? well hold on wait enough. a minute wait, wait, wait hold, on, hold on hold on hold what are you trying hold to on. show us Murray? god damn it I'm trying oh this is a I don't know if you guys have ever seen this this thing's fun I this can't see a, what um, you're sharing I can't see Oh, you can't? No, it's just black. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And we are kind of back. Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, I can't wait to see what the uh, editing team does with that portion. But we got cut out there, and I believe it is completely my fault. I usually host these uh, Zoom meetings, and I tried to share my screen to do like an inter an interactive map of the the electoral college in the United States for us. Um, And then as I did it, it started uh, 
my computer screen started to freeze up and everyone I couldn't hear everyone and then all of a sudden it just started downloading the episode. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. All right. <laughs> so here we are. Um and we also lost Stephanie. I don't know if Stephanie is back. I think something came up for Stephanie. So uh it's just Chuck and I right now. But um Chuck, let me ask you, I know we're getting on time. Um we're probably past time for the hour mark because we had to wait for all that to finish downloading. Do you want to just go straight into plugs um, or did you want to talk about that interactive map? I did. I was really curious, man. You should try to share it again. No, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Can you imagine? Don't be scared. It's technology, man. We're nerds. No. Wait, why Why would I do it again? It might fuck up the whole thing again. Oh, no, 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 no. This, what if this I just bring it up? This, it's not the universe disciplining us. It was just a glitch in the system. We had a lot going on. Shit happens. All right. Shit should well, happen about- again. People at Zoom made this to work as perfect as possible. We shared the shit. Okay. How about this? We oh, play God, it safe then. Do it. No, no. Let's do this. Let's do this. Right now, we're going to do something different for listeners. Right now, let's give our last minute plugs. That way, if it does cut out again, we don't keep doing this over and over again. <laughs> so let's do our last minute plugs, and then we'll try it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Chuck, my friend, our in-studio comedian, please give your last minute plugs to listeners. Of course, everybody shared this shit. Uh, it was a fucking deep. This was a deep podcast. Uh, mm. Nonetheless, you know, one of the things that stood out the most was when he was like, you know, we really just don't know shit. We because we don't we don't know shit, man. We got control to a certain extent. And that's fine. And how things plan out. But, you know, we just got to be open to what comes. If I can be grateful for the shit that we got. And uh that's what I took out of this whole thing. That was that was fucking deep. Yeah, fucking no. Deep. He was an interesting yeah. guest. We only had him for like 30 minutes, but um he he you know, he I feel like he meshed well. He I think he was a little surprised at uh how crazy it got there for a second, especially when I brought up the word of the day. <laughs> Stephanie started bringing up how she always loses games and shit. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. And he's just he's sitting there like, oh my god, what's happening? We yeah. started talking, it, we started talking to each other like we had already known him for a long time (laughs) it was a fucking it was a good show and uh yeah uh share this shit buy the merch you know for five dollars if you have to put that shit on clanera or affirm (laughs) hell yeah yeah um well, thank you, my friend, for your last minute plugs. Um, my last minute plugs of, are, of course, you can follow Great Morning underscore the podcast on Instagram. That is the uh, Instagram podcast page where you'll find out all your new information about new guests, new episodes, new specials coming out, all that stuff. Um, you can follow uh, Topazkin. You can follow You Love Steph. You can follow Slightly Special with two L's at the end. You can follow Trip God Jimmy. That is T-R-Y-P-G-O-D-J-I-M-I on Instagram. Um, and so it looks like, oh, my goodness, wait. In the middle of it all is is that is that Stephanie right now? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> what? what? Uh, I see you changed shirts. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I I changed like two more times. I had a red dress on, and then I was like, "Oh, it's so fucking hot!" And I was like, "I'm gonna change it into this shirt and some shorts because it's fucking hot." That's a nice shirt. Are you going out somewhere? No. Well, not yet. Oh, later not on. Yet later. Um. Yeah. Well. Listen, we were uh, we were actually just doing because we're going to try to bring up again that map that seemed to crash the Zoom call before. But before we did it, we wanted to give our last minute plugs just in case the shit ended again. That way we didn't have to keep doing this over and over again. 
So could you, for listeners, give your last minute plugs and then we're going to play around with that map? Yeah. My last minute plugs is they know the drugs, use condoms, fucking get birth control. My scrunchie just broke. Um, and, you know, buy, buy some fucking merch. Tell your friends to tell another friend to tell another friend and a cousin and an uncle and a titi that, you know, they, they need to listen to Great Morning. They need to listen to Great Morning because they're fucking missing out. Like, who the fuck wants to be at home folding laundry and listening to a fucking stupid-ass podcast when they could be listening to Great Fucking Morning because we popping. They're not you know? so stupid-ass podcasts. Only they're slightly not stupid. so stupid-ass podcasts. Well, yeah, well, they, yeah, those those are other stupid podcasts. But us, we popping, we lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we the fucking underdogs. So all I want is for our listeners... Is to spread the fucking word. We need to grow. Like I want, you know, I want, I want our followers to, you know, fucking spread yeah. the word. God damn it! But other than that, <laughs> I love you guys. I love y'all so fucking much. I love our listeners. I love my little cult that I have of like, you know, the people that will fucking fight anybody and their mama for me. And um, you know, Christian Marm, he has, he has the the whole breakdown of, you know, like my IG handle. So y'all already know what it is. It's your girl. It's your Puerto Rican mamacita from fucking Spanish Harlem gang. Hell yes. All right. And uh, that was our last minute plugs, but we're not ending the episode quite yet. Well, we might be. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try to bring up a um, an interactive map of the Electoral College for the United States. And I'm going to ask uh, Chuck and Stephanie to see uh, how these how these votes might might turn out for 2024. I know it's still early, but we're gonna go ahead and try it. Um, Where's my beer? Go get your beer because I'm gonna. It's gonna be a second while I bring this up. Oh, okay. Go get go get yourself a beer, and we're gonna go and bring this up. Um, yeah, hopefully the episode does not crash. <laughs> um, I'm letting it load for a second, Chuck, because okay. I am afraid. We can't try this a third time because that'll literally be the definition of insanity. Trying well, the third time, over, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But the second time... Over again. Yeah, we're giving it a second you gotta, shot. You gotta give it a second shot because, like I said, this technology and designers of the program didn't intend for it to be uh, um, you know, glitchy. And if it is glitchy, that means it's gotta be consistent. Well, one, well, one-off, let's call it a one-off. I think... It's weird. I think like the website brings up a lot of ads and I think that's what slowed down the Zoom call. I'm not sure. It could have been a mixture of things. So I'm like, I'm like, this is good while Stephanie's getting a beer because we can um, we can wait. But let me describe this map before I bring it up to everyone. It is a map of the United States, um, all 50 states, including the uh, District of Columbia, um, yeah. which is Washington, D.C. And it um. What this map does, it allows you to play around and see how many points someone would get if they won this state or if they won that state or whatever. And it shows the amount of electoral points that people have on the map. Um, So for states like, say, Wyoming, they only have three because it doesn't have as big a population as, say, California, which has like 50 something. We'll look at that in a second. Um, And then some of the states are already shaded in the color of either blue being Democrat or red being Republican of where they'll probably side um and we'll we'll play around with that but there's some states i think there's five specifically that have no color at all that could go any way we see it could go red or blue so those are the states we're going to focus on um but let me go ahead is oregon one of them no oregon's fucking hard blue 
hard Democrat. Mm. So is Washington. That whole that whole west side of the United States is hard blue. Um, but Stephanie, are you are you back with us? Yes, I yes. think I am. Not no more, but yeah, I'm here. All right, here we're gonna try and bring this fucking map up. Let's do this. All right, and if uh, if this ends the episode, uh, Godspeed, everyone, and I'll see you next Saturday. Godspeed. Because <laughs> this is the last time I'm trying this. Um, all right, it says your screen share is loading. It's loading. All right. It says it's on. Can you see this? Yeah. Yes. All right. Great. All right. So as you can see, there's some blue, there's some red, there's some light red, there's some light blue. And the lighter the color means, it means either likely or it, it's leaning. It looks like it's leaning that way. So, um, but we can probably put all those lean ones into a certain color. So like, let's make Iowa dark red, Ohio dark red, North Carolina dark red, Florida's probably going to be dark red, Texas. Um, and then that one in uh, Nebraska. Um, oh, and, and Alaska. Alaska is probably going to go red. Um, but then let's do the dark blue as well. So like Michigan, New Hampshire, Virginia, New Mexico, states right there. And um, Oh, and Minnesota. So as we can see from the top here, this is what it looks like right now. That's definitely not going to change. Like this is probably this probably will not change. Like the blue states will probably stay blue. The red states will probably stay red. So right now you need 270 to win and become president, at least 270. Right now, Democrats have 241 and Republicans have 235. This is what it looks like so far. So our swing states really, as of right now, that can go anyway, are Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. So I wanted to ask Stephanie and Chuck what they think, honestly. Let's think. Let's start with Nevada. Now, how do you think Nevada's going to go? Think Nevada? of the big city in Nevada. Like Nevada's got uh, Las Vegas, of course, which is usually a blue city. Um, but then outside of Nevada, there's a lot of, you know, like outside of every city, there's a lot of red. So well, how do you think Nevada's going to go? You think Nevada will go for Trump, or do you think Nevada's going to go for Biden? They're probably going to go for Biden. Okay. I feel like they are going to go to Biden. Okay. Yeah, same. Only only reason why is because uh, they're a little bit more on the uh, Nevada's need. They need to be free on the uh, on the Las Vegas and Reno side because you know yeah. the prostitutes, the trans, all the other extra shit. And Republicans are a little bit more on the chokehold when it comes to. Uh, non-traditional things okay gotcha all right so we're putting nevada in blue all right so that gives democrats 247 points all right so now we're moving to arizona though arizona that's where it stops Um, that's where it stops you think yeah everything else is gonna go red except for maybe georgia because trump is like you know georgia is the reason why trump is going to fucking jail in the first place because he he asked them to do the recount and they did some fake shit with him or whatever the fuck so I'm not really oh. sure how Georgia was going to how Georgia was going to sway. Well, we'll go to we'll get to Georgia in a minute, but let's stick on Arizona. I know like Phoenix and a little bit of Tucson are usually blue, but outside of that, I think the rest of the state is pretty red. So yeah. you said you think Arizona, you already said Chuck will go red. Stephanie, what do you think about Arizona? Think Arizona, Arizona go is is going to I think it's going to stay blue. I think it's going to stay blue? Mhm. Why? Could you elaborate? Um, your thoughts well i'll be a little honest with you i feel like everyone that lives on the west coast right now is extremely like fucking liberal as fuck and you know like they they just they 
think differently. They have different views on how things should be. So I just think that the West, like that little chunk right there, like that little area is going to remain blue because they all like share the same rhetoric, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, here's the problem. I'm going to say no to that because a lot of Republicans and rednecks, you got to think that people who like to camp are mostly Republicans. Democrats are the... um, the the folks that don't be camping and shit like that, you know what I mean? We don't be doing all that camping and shit. I mean, like no, the, we Democrat, don't. I mean, like the, the black folk, and Puerto Ricans, Hispanics. You know, the people that are born Democrat, and then if you, the, the, and, and I'm just, I'm being, I'm not being this racist as fuck. Fuck it. Look, <laughs> black, if you're a black Republican, you can't admit you're a black Republican. You get turned on. You got it. You can't. So you can't admit to it. You get turned on. And the same goddamn thing goes for everybody else that all the other races. It seemed like the it's true. Like white people. It seemed like white people are the only people that let you be either or. But all the other races, you got you to say, oh, yeah, I'm you a white wisely. But the minute you say you're a damn Republican, they turn on you. In Arizona, a lot of motherfucking white people go there and a lot of motherfucking rednecks go there. Lake Havasu and all the other extra shit. They go there and they starting to they starting to move there. People are starting to retire there. In yeah, Arizona. that's true. Arizona is becoming a new retirement state, and I think that most retirement states like Florida, you know, Texas, Louisiana, those are all the Republican states. So I believe that Arizona's going to end up going there. You know, what'll be interesting is we'll have to see how these guys are going to campaign. Because unfortunately, I mean, we already know Joe Biden is very old, but Trump, believe it or not, is getting very old as well. And, you know, it's easier for younger candidates to go to like every state and campaign and talk to the people out there and all that. It's a little harder for these older guys to do all this traveling, especially for Joe Biden, who's already in the position of the president of the United States. He can't just walk off and go traveling all over the United States whenever he wants, or maybe he can. I don't know. But like it's a Joe lot. Can't even fucking, he can't even keep his fucking balance. So like white. Like... I know. So like it's going to be tough to Fuck see. That. Trump could. He could go to Arizona okay. and campaign a lot. So I was going to be since you're both uh, different. Uh, since Chuck is Republican for Arizona. Stephanie thinks it's going Democrat. I'm bringing up what it went. And this is tough for both. So in 2016, Arizona went to Trump. It went to Trump by 48% and 44 went to Hillary Clinton. So the difference was only by like 100,000 votes, which is pretty close. Then mm-hmm. looking at 2020, however, let's go to 2020. It's the state of um, Vermont. Bo- uh, Biden, Biden won um, Arizona. And let's see how much he won it by um, to try and compare the two. So Arizona, um, Arizona was fucking close. Oh, yeah, that was one of the ones that like Trump tried to fight for, I think. So Trump only lost Arizona by like 10,000 votes, literally 10,000 people. Wow, that's, that's like so, so it was fucking. Both, so like Biden won it by get this 49.36% and Trump won it by 49.06%. So all Trump wow. was going to recount. Yeah, all he was missing was a point thirty percent, a point thirty percent, not thirty percent, a point thirty percent. Point thirty. So Arizona, it could easily go red again because the first time 
it went red by much more by like a hundred thousand votes. So I'm going to go ahead and side with Chuck on this one. And let's say for now, Arizona goes red. So that puts de- uh, Democrats at 247 and Republicans at 246. So we got a close race. All right. And now we're moving to Wisconsin. So Stephanie, you first. Do you think Wisconsin will go blue or do you think it go will go red? Um, I would want to say red. I think it would okay. it would stay right as a red state. Okay. All right. And why might I ask? Um, I feel like people in Wisconsin, they're probably like super like forgotten. And, you know, like there's, I don't know. I feel like Wisconsin has more of like a middle class, like, you know, and they just, I don't fucking know. I really don't know. I just think that they're going to be, they're going to turn right. Okay. All right. And Chuck, what do you think? Based on my Facebook timeline, a lot of my Chicago people are saying, fuck it. And they're moving to places like Wisconsin because their section eight is better. Mm. And I'm, so I'm this motherfucker say, here. I'm, I'm going to sit. I'm going to say, goddamn, Wisconsin's probably going to go blue. Blue. Based on All my right. timeline. Based on my timeline, I'm following where the people go. And, you know, motherfuckers from Chicago love to be, not, I mean, not just Chicago, but, you know, people love to be Democratic because Democrats like to give out free money and shit like that and uh do they because we ain't got no money yeah you ain't getting no stimmy but i mean you got section eight you got goddamn section eight is not even open like that what are you talking about i want section eight i want that shit section eight is not open section eight hasn't been open for like more than 10 years i don't know about that yeah i don't know about that i don't know is not open like that shit is like the most in the world to get into how these motherfuckers are moving into my goddamn small town? Now you know we're what starting to have crime. We didn't have no crime. I'm not saying nah, people, you know, everybody in Section Eight is is in it, but you got to follow where the poverty is at. Where the poverty is at, that's where the crime is at. Yeah, well, you know the 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 problem is, I don't you you know it's just I was just talking to my baby father about this, and I'm just like, yo, it's fucking crazy. It's really fucking crazy because like the middle class people are really fucking forgotten. Like they're really forgotten. Because everybody hyper-focuses on the fucking poor people and the poor people this and the poor people that and yada, yada, yada. And to be honest with you, like, yo, like, yes, I understand, like, there's a problem with poverty and shit like that. But, bro, like, if there's a will, there's a way. And I feel like everyone, if they if they had enough will in them, they can fucking, they can make a way and not live off the government and shit like that like the government like like i feel like welfare what like there should be a fucking time limit as to how long you should be on welfare because to live off of welfare like you're you're crippling and you're enabling people you know and then on top of that i i've I've come to learn that they've they actually cut down a lot of the programs and some of these programs were like super beneficial because like some people like they would actually like um they would go to school, they would get like some type of trade, something, something so that, you know, you don't have to be so dependent on the system. But like now they, they cut all that off and it's like they want you to be dependent. And it's like, why would you want to live off poverty now? Like, because what you get in is like, what, $300, $400 in motherfucking food stamps and $150 every fucking two weeks? Like, sis, bro, where you going with $150 every two fucking weeks and $600, $500 in food stamps? You ain't going nowhere. That that ain't living. That ain't shit. Um, but 
I don't know. It's 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 I like I feel like the middle class should have more support, more programs because they're like the forgotten people. Like these people fucking struggle the most out of out of out of out of out of out of all the fucking brackets. Because the rich are gonna fucking stay rich and the poor are just gonna fucking I don't want to mean to say that, but the poor are gonna remain poor because they they're okay with getting the assistance that they're getting. And the middle class people that are trying to fucking make, you know, make ends meet, it's like, it's fucking hard. It's hard to live like that, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So what are we saying? I, what are we saying about Wisconsin? So, wow, that was, no, that Wisconsin? was, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty deep, Stephanie. Um, yeah, that was really, uh, well, thank you. What are we thank say, you for what that. That was, uh, that was really deep. Like, well I was articulated. like, goddamn. Um, oh, that I'm was, sorry, that y'all. was very good. No, that, no, don't be sorry. That was, uh, that was very well articulated. Um, so, Here's the thing Definitely for president, y'all. I have to yeah. I have to be um I have to be a tiebreaker again. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be uh non-biased on looking again, all these states they went to Trump in 2016, but in 2020 they went to Biden. So in in 2016, Trump won Wisconsin by 47.22%. And Clinton, she won Wisconsin by 46.45%. So pretty much Trump won it by, let's say, uh, about 15,000 votes. That one was very Wisconsin was very close as well, but it was 15,000 votes. So not as close as Arizona, but it was pretty close. But then let's move over then to um, 2020 here. I just got to move over um, and let's look because I know in 2020, Wisconsin went to Biden um, and Wisconsin went to Biden by 49.45% and it went to Trump by 48.82% this time being about a $20,000 uh $20,000 20,000 votes instead for Biden. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and move Wisconsin to blue right now just off of that. Um so that brings Democrats to 257 electoral votes and Republicans at 246. So it's getting close. We got two more states. Let's move to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. You know what's crazy? Pennsylvania. <sighs> you- <sighs> I find it funny that Pennsylvania right now is is a toss up because I because, you know, like PA is a is a commonwealth and the motherfuckers is all about money. <laughs> like you fucking get a You you. You go to jail and you gotta pay to fucking be in jail. Like you got <laughs> you get a bill. Um, <laughs> but um, no, seriously, like you you legit get a fucking bill. You you even get billed for fucking having the cops come to fucking court, like which is fucking crazy to me. Um, but anyway, um, I find it super weird that right now they're a toss-up because if I'm not mistaken, if I am not mistaken, I feel like um PA has always been a red state. I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but I just find it really weird that they're a toss up right now, but I I feel like they may go and lean towards more the red side. Okay, yeah, and uh, again, it, it's always like the cities. The cities are almost always going to be blue um, in mm-hmm. states, so it's mainly the blue in Pennsylvania is uh, obviously Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Yeah, so those are like the main blue areas. Outside again is mostly red. Red. Um, red. So it's it's weird. Like I said, it went to Trump in 2016 and it went to Biden in 2020. So again, okay, so Stephanie says it's leaning red. Um, Chuck, what do you think before I uh look at the two elections again? Uh hey man, I think it's gonna go 
to the blue side again. The only Ugh. reason why only reason why I say that is because they went heavy on it uh, when they did go blue. They went hard on on the, on the blue side when they did. They went so hard. They, yeah, they went hard on 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 the Democratic side. They went yes. hard. They went hard. So I don't think I don't think they I don't even think they got rep- Republicans representing them. They went so damn hard. So in 2020, here I'll look at 2020 first, then go back to 2016. Yeah. 2020, um, Biden won 50.02 percent of Pennsylvania votes, and Trump won 48.69 percent. So the difference being about 80,000 votes. So 80,000 more votes went to um, to Biden there. Now let's go back to 2016. And look at how the votes went for Trump because Trump won Pennsylvania then. Um, da, 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 Pennsylvania. So that was really close. So Clinton won Pennsylvania by 47.46% and Trump won it by 48.18%. So Trump see won. why he wanted a free, won a recount, though. I'd want that yeah. shit too. Yeah, but th- this, exactly. This close. is why Trump wanted a fucking recount because, like, it was so fucking close. I would want a recount too. If I was that close, like I would think that there was something funny going on. Like you, you know what? Can can I just be honest with y'all? I really feel yeah. like people, people were just so like, like the American people were not they're they're not used to people being outspoken. In my personal opinion, and I feel like Trump made a lot of people uncomfortable with the shit that he said. And it was it was it was. I feel like for the American people, is it was more so. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know what I mean? Like, and and it kind of ruffled feathers and people were just like, nah, like we can't have someone like like that and trying to, you know, stir the pot. But like now, now, you know, like Trump stirred the pot and he caused a lot of, you know, like, you know, chaos. Um, but like now that we're in this administration, like, I mean, everything has gone downhill. And I don't like for the people that are like Democrats, like I'm like, I, I would really want to ask them, like, what did you gain out of this administration? Like, seriously, like, what did you gain out of it? Did we gain anything like, like as, as, as a country, where are we right now? We're not doing good. We're mm. fucked up. We're like, we're, we're, we're lost in the source right now. And but we're looking they... like a fucking, we're looking like a third world country right now. We're looking fucking crazy. We're looking Damn, crazy thought... right now. They governors ain't he a Democrat? And they they sent I you always see them and then, man. And they, then, they motherfucking and then, and then, they sent it to Democrat. That, like what the fuck? I think it's gonna be blue for the just fine. You every time they then they get they getting their ass cussed out. You see videos of the seeing them getting their ass cussed out for saying stupid shit in the House of Representatives all the time. And I always see them as a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, the um you know what's interesting is the Senate race is also gonna be happening for many of the states. Um, during the 2024 election. And it so far, it's looking like the Senate is going to flip some seats and it's going to be Republican. So that leaves the House and the Senate probably going to be Republican in 2024. So if Biden wins in 2024, he'd kind of be he'll kind of be like a lame duck president. He is now. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> right. the Senate, the Senate is blue. So he has a little more power because of that. The House is red. Um, but. With Biden, if the Senate goes red in 2024, but Biden beats Trump in 2024, he'll really be like a lame duck because like nothing like the Republicans will pass shit 
through the House and through the Senate, and it'll get to Biden. Either he'll have to pass what the Republicans want, or he'll have to veto it, and then like just nothing happens for two years and or four years, I should say. Um, and he'll just kind of be a lame duck for a while, or for yeah, probably the two years or whatever if it goes again. Um, but if Trump wins and the Senate goes Republican, then it'll be House Republican, Senate Republican, Trump Republican. And it'll just be Republican shit for like a good two years unless they he's lose not, the House again. He's not going to win, man. They already interrupted his whole campaign. Oh, am I going to win Trump? Yeah, he's got a fucking mugshot. They're they're holding it up. They it's they cock blocked it, dog. We, we ain't got to keep talking about my man's running no more. <laughs> no, he's running. I'm not nah, saying he's gonna win, can't. but he's definitely you running. Run. You can't fucking, you listen, can't fucking run listen. in jail. Nah, Chuck, Chuck, yeah, you he can. got young thugs. Fucking, he got, he got fucking young thug, fucking lawyer. Mm-hmm. He's good. What that mean? Young thugs still in jail though. Nah, nah, he he got money. It don't make a damn. <laughs> money. It don't make a damn. They blocked it. The fucking news is fucking ruining his name. So yeah, go ahead, Mark fucking Pennsylvania blue. And then Mark Georgia fucking red because they tried to help my man's out. So you think Georgia's going to go red then? Yeah, Although man, with they tried, this, they the reason why he in jail in the first place. They tried to help my man's out. Georgia's like, I ain't no snitch. Go ahead, let's do the recount. And then they were like, right. nah, 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 fuck that. No. <laughs> so all right. So you think Georgia's going to go red, Stephanie? What do you think about Georgia? Georgia's going to be red. Red again. All right. So that's two red. So I'm just going to make that red. But unfortunately, that's still not enough for the Republicans. Um, it looks like from what you guys said, uh, Biden will win by 276 points and Republicans will lose by 262. So that's the map, the electoral map, according to Great Morning. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. So nah, that's man, how... that's that. Nah, we listen, we, we got to nah, fuck that. Fuck well, like that. I said, we, we, you know, getting, you know, it's still more than a year away so anything could happen in that time um you know trump might, might not even be the nominee how do you feel about that, going to that, that woman that's um um she's she's running how, how do you feel about her that lady what woman nikki haley yeah i don't know much about nikki haley i don't like this is why i'm kind of like in the middle of everything i i feel like i try to stay out of politics a lot and i know we tried to stay out of it in great morning i just wanted to see your opinions on how the electoral college would go um but yeah uh i don't know much about her actually why why do you ask no i was just wondering because i i don't know much about her either so i was just i know she's not far in the polls right now i think trump's still number one for republicans yeah then it's been desantis yeah no she's republican it's been desantis as number two but now it looks like that What's his name? Vivek Ramaswamy is moving to second place mm-hmm. for the Republicans. So he might, I don't know, he might, he might be number two or he might be the nominee. Who knows? Maybe Trump will even pick him as the VP. Who fucking knows? Um, that was crazy. So we'll see. But yeah, as according to Great Morning, as of right now, in the end of August 2023, it looks like Biden is going to win the election by just barely six points. So. Um, you know, so for some of you, I'm sure that might be a good news. Some of you, it might be bad news, whatever it is. You know, I, I hope you don't get too upset or you don't get too happy because usually at the end of the day, no matter who gets elected, 
it doesn't always end up the way you want it to be anyway. So no, it never does. So, it never you know, does. So say Trump gets elected and it just turns out to be shit or Biden gets elected again, then it just turns out to be shit. You know, you, you never know how this shit is going to go. So I we always, always say start in the thick. We always yes, do. Always do your best. Live your best life. Don't, try not to worry so much about who's going to be president. You know, it's, you don't let it stress you out. Don't let it get you all upset or, you know, want, want you to get depressed or whatever. Don't don't let it stop you from doing what you want to do unless what you want to do is a horrible, horrible thing. But I mean, you know, other yeah, things. And, and if you're into politics and you're, you know, you're all like, oh, well, you know, there's shit going on in my state. You know, it's not always the fucking president. Like you do have local representatives and, you know, you have all these people, too. And these are the people that are representing you and your city, the county and all of that shit. So you have to start fucking doing your homework on these people that is representing your county, your borough or whatever the case is. It's not just the fucking president. It's these fucking people, too. So you need to be you need to pay attention to the people that you're fucking voting for to be your city local official or whatever the fuck, you know, like y'all need to get on it and fucking pay attention because, you know, we talk about education system. We talk about all of this shit, but these are the people that fucking put these shits in play for our, for, for, for the cities and the states and shit like that. So let's get it together. If y'all want to change, y'all got to fucking start <laughs> doing your homework. Come on, get it together. Wrap it the fuck up. Hell yeah. Well, all right. Well, that was, um, you know, we already did our last minute plug, so we don't need to do that. Um, everything went smoothly there, but, Anyway, that was uh, that was fun at the end there, guys. Thank you for spending some extra time to do this today. And thank you uh, to our guest today, Randy. Um, but that was fun. And I will see you all in the next episode. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. <laughs> Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning.